Welcome, everyone, to the latest edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. And, of course, Magic Pod Squad is brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. They remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great day and drive safe. On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Magic's second-year man, Franz Wagner. He gets us all caught up on his unbelievable summer representing his native Germany in the 2022 FIBA Eurobasket, all the way up to a bronze medal. Where is the bronze medal? Who has it? What was that experience like? Also now going into year two, expectations for him and maybe this team as we get ready to embark on another season of Magic Basketball right around the corner. How he has grown from his experience overseas and also living with his brother, what that's like. And now that his brother's a big movie star, get his thoughts on Mo Wagner's time on the set of the movie Hustle over this summer. So lots to get caught up on on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, Jeff Turner, David Steele, George Galante coming your way right now. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic. And you're listening to the Pod Squad. Man, it's great to have you with us for another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, and we are excited about this one. Going into his second year, Franz Wagner, Magic Man, kind enough to join us. Franz Boogie Wagner, from what I understand. <laughs> great to have you, you with us, so? Franz. So listen, I'm hearing, Franz, I'm hearing Coach Mosley call you that during timeouts. I'm hearing your teammates. Boogie, tell us about Boogie. Is that your official nickname? I like it. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot who it was. Might have been a Dobo at Michigan. He, uh, Chris Hunter, he uh, just started calling me that. And then uh, that might have been my first or second year there. And then um, last year, somebody asked me what's my nickname. And that's all I could come up with. So there you go. <laughs> there's no re- there's no there's no other reason like just Boogie was pulled out of the air. I, there, we no- would have to ask uh, the people at Michigan that they gave me the nickname. <laughs> I, I don't know why they started calling me that. but I thought maybe because... Yeah, I thought maybe because yeah, you were a good was dancer, like a good dancer. Maybe that maybe cannot be it. That <laughs> We've got some it. contacts at Michigan, don't we, JT? Yes, we ought to be able yes, to get we the do. information for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we're going to track. We're going to track him down. Well, thanks for joining us, Franz. It's it's great sure. to see you. First of all, how you feeling? I mean, what a heck of a summer you had. It's got to feel like as soon as the season ended, you've been going nonstop. How you holding up here at this point as we get ready for the season? Yeah, no, I, I had a lot of fun this summer. Um, obviously, a lot of traveling and obviously playing, too. Uh, a lot of that, but I've enjoyed um, every day of it. And, um, yeah, it's good to be back in Orlando for sure. you got to love playing for your national team. I mean, you can just see it all. We watch the games and you see it on your face, the way you, you, you know, your body language the way you interact with the players and you're a great teammate here in Orlando, obviously as well, but uh, we can tell that that's really something special to play f- for your country, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, that's something, um, obviously you, you dream of being in the NBA, but, um, you know, growing up in Germany, um, I think playing for a national, uh, national team almost feels a little closer and more possible almost. And, um, so that's definitely something, uh, as a young kid, that, that's I remember watching the team, uh, the the games on TV, uh, watching Dirk obviously, and um, you know they had great success back then. So um, it was really cool for me to be on the team. Um, the tournament was at home in Germany, and then even in Berlin, the last couple of games. 
So I had a lot of family, a lot of friends uh, from school that never really were able to watch me play. So uh, that was for sure a lot of fun. Franz, I know you've been asked this a lot, uh, but for our listeners of this podcast, kind of take us through, um, you know, a lot's been made about the difference between uh, the, the European game, the international game, I guess is a better way to put it, uh, and the NBA uh, being a little bit more physical at times, more team-oriented. Is that the way you see it? Yeah, for sure. Um, it took me a little bit to, to get used to it. Uh, obviously, I grew up playing that that kind of style. But, um, I mean, the court, first of all, the rules are a little bit, little bit different. The court's a little smaller. Three-point line is closer. Um, you can be in the paint as long as you want as the defense. And um, I think that's the biggest difference, right, that uh, in the NBA – um, it's so much more space uh, to work with um, and people can't be in the paint all the time. So I think that's that's for sure a, a big difference. And then playing styles, um, for sure. Um, in the NBA, it's a lot more pick and roll oriented, a lot more uh, isolation as well. And the, the, the players, the style of their play, I think is a lot different. Obviously, the NBA is going one way and um, you know, really long athletic players um, you know, a lot of shooters and um, in Europe a lot of times those players looked a lot different but obviously they, they were still really good basketball players but they just played a lot a lot different a lot of backdoor cuts um, a lot of smart players um, that physique wise you might might not think that they're able to play as good as, as they actually do and um, I think just being being ready before a game for you know really whatever um, the other team can throw at you uh, tactic-wise, I think that, that was a little switch for me. So, Franz, is there something that you picked up maybe during your first NBA season that helped you in the Eurobasket competition uh, just excel? That Something you picked up from the NBA season compared to, to, to what you faced in the summer? Um, I mean, just in general, I think I grew as a player uh, during my first year. So, um, got to do, got to run, run a lot of pick and roll, a lot of uh, handoffs and stuff like that. So, I think a decent job of, of making decisions with the ball in, in Eurobasket as well. And then uh, I think it just helped that I was used to a completely different three-point line. And, um, you know, those those threes, when you're right at the line, they, they don't feel like threes at all anymore. <laughs> they feel free throws? Were they like free throws to you? <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot closer. It's a, it's a lot different feeling. Yeah. Even now when I come back to Orlando, I'm like, wow, this is just a normal three. And I'm, you know, the feeling is just so different. But um, I think that, that just helped uh, that um, if you practice uh, at a certain range, I think you just get used to that after a while. So, yeah. Bronze, does, uh, does Oktoberfest feel different over there now that everyone's got a bronze medal? Does that feel, does that feel right? Does that, how good does that feel for everybody right now? <laughs> no, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I'm from, from where I'm from in Berlin, we don't really celebrate Oktoberfest. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's more of the Southern thing. So, um, people in Bavaria, Munich, uh, especially. So uh, I hope I hope the players, we have a couple of players that play in Munich, I hope uh, they enjoyed it a little bit more this year. Um, no, but winning bronze was a huge deal for us. I think the first medal in 17 years, I think, for Amazing. for uh, German basketball. So uh, and doing it at home, I think, or I, at least I hope that you know I can do something for German basketball. Hopefully couple uh, young people watched and um you know now start playing basketball and so maybe we can get some momentum going there that's great as you look at uh, the german national 
basketball program. Um, you guys obviously very good, very good summer in Eurobasket. How, how do you see the future? What what does it look like? Can Germany be a you know a perennial dominant force in international basketball in, in Europe? Um, I think we can. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say that we, that we can do uh, really whatever we we put our minds to. Obviously, um, it's tough to say just because a lot of things have to come together. Uh, first of all, players got to be healthy and and willing to play the whole summer, uh, which obviously um, depends on so many different variables already. Um, but I think we got a lot, a lot of talent, and um, I think with with this success that we had this year, I think. Uh, the confidence can can build a little bit on that, and um, I think the talent is there. We just gotta um, have that belief uh, in every tournament that we're playing that, that we belong there. All right, Ross, since you, you brought to... it up, oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I want, real quick, since you brought it up, real quick, your you know injuries play a part. I told you I was going to ask this of you. Your brother Mo didn't get to play because of an injury, so I'm gonna put you on the spot. What's the difference? If Mo Wagner is playing, is on the roster and playing, are we talking silver? Are we talking gold? Or it really wouldn't have mattered in your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, of course, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say that uh, we missed a, a huge piece in Mo not being able to play. Um, I think offensively, especially, I think that would have given us a, a whole different layer to, to our game um, and a lot more depth, obviously. Um, I mean the game against Spain. I think I think we could have won it with the with the team that we had. Um, but of course, I want to say with uh, a little bit uh, a little more firepower, maybe, and with Mo. Uh, of course, I want to say if we play him again, we'll win. So um, hopefully, we get another chance. But um, yeah, it was definitely for sure a great learning experience, and hopefully, Mo uh, can play next time. With Mo out there, my money's on an inc- an international incident. That's that's what my money's on. <laughs> <laughs> international incident of some kind. Hey, did you get to meet Dirk? You finally met Dirk, I imagine. That's what, what I was going to ask right? too. What I was that? You had to. What was right? What was that like for you? How cool? Take us through that, Franz. Yeah, um, I met him shortly a couple times um, during the summer. Um, I mean, he had his jersey retirement, so um, that was right before our first game. So. The whole team, we, we got to see him right before that, um, which was really cool. And then after the tournament, um, I saw him a little bit. And, um, you know, it's surreal for me because uh, even playing there is surreal uh, in the first place. But then seeing those people that I, that I grew up watching, obviously Dirk is, is for sure one of them that, uh, that I idolized basically for as long as I can remember. So seeing those people then in person is, uh, is a weird thing at first. So uh, I still got to get used to those those moments <laughs> for sure. I bet I bet now what did it mean to you Franz when you look over a court side and you see Jamal Mosley over there for your games yeah. over there what did, what did that mean to you yeah that was really cool uh, I mean such a long trip uh, for him to make that trip that was uh, you know we got to talk obviously a little bit when he was there and um, you know just seeing that support um, I think it was just really cool just myself knowing how, how long that trip is and um, him making that commitment um, to me and to, to, to watching those games um, was a really cool feeling for me. Yeah, we were going to go too, but our frequent flyer miles, they didn't, yes. uh, well, I couldn't get the credit. I don't know why. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't make it over there. <laughs> <laughs> All good. I don't All think, good. I don't think Ron, last, year, last year, last <laughs> year, you and I spoke, uh, 
you and I spoke about how how effective you are away from the basketball. And I, I remember asking you, how, where, where does that come from? You know, how are you guys trained in, uh, in Europe uh, to play so well away from the basketball? I remember you said something that I, I haven't forgotten, that you, you never started playing pick and roll basketball uh, in Germany until you were 15 or 16 years old. So t- tell us just a, a little bit about how the training is different for young European kids, as opposed maybe to the way American basketball players are trained. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, I think there's two layers to the difference. And obviously that's, uh, I really enjoy playing over there because that's how I grew up playing. Um, so I think there's two sides of it. I think one is the, the mentality that over here, um, I mean, in the U S obviously, um, people grow up wanting to be the main guy on the team, wanting to, make tough shots, wanting to be, um, and that obviously comes at a certain level with making, you know, a good decision in isolation and having a deep bag, as, as people like to say nowadays. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. Um, that's not how I grew up playing basketball. And that's why that Euro, Euro basket, those games look so different because all those people, we grew up playing passing first, then knowing how to cut, knowing when to cut, um, playing off of each other, somebody dribbles at you, you backdoor. Um, it's just little I, IQ things that I think make basketball um, look easy. And, um, you know, it forces you to play together um, with, with your teammates. And um, I think that just creates a different environment and, and mentality as it is already that um, over there, a lot of the top teams, you have players, you have nine, ten players playing 20 minutes a game and that's it. And that's how they win games because they play really together as a team. And the mentality over here is so different in that sense. So, um, and I think as a result, people over here, um, you know, they, they grow up wanting to be, um, you know, Kevin Durant, wanting to be LeBron James, wanting to be, wanting to be that, that one guy. And um, obviously those players are incredible, but I think there's a lot of players um, that can maximize their potential by, you know, being really good at a couple of things, then you can obviously you can add to your game um, every year a little bit. But um, I think that's just the difference that that Franz, can just, this oh yeah. can this Magic team be different? Can this Magic team bring back all those things you're talking about? We don't we don't need to see everybody's full bag every night, every every <laughs> every time they have the basketball. I like right. the teamwork and the passing. Right? Can we right. do that? I think I think that's uh, that's how we're going to be good. Um, you know, playing together, playing off of each other. Um, obviously, there's going to be nights when uh, guys have it going, and I think that's when the talent takes over a little bit, and you just kind of let people play. And there's a there's a place for that for sure. But uh, I think our coach is doing a good job of um, you know making sure that we that we know um, what our identity is out there. Franz, the message um, that we're hearing a lot, the, the phrase that we're hearing is dominate the simple. Um, is that, I mean, is that something that you guys are continuing? It's kind of along the lines of what you're talking about, being good at the basic fundamental things, the things you can control, um, kind of follows with what you're saying, right, about uh, playing right. as a team. Right. Um, I think we're, we're at a point where uh, we have so many young players and Obviously, people want to prove themselves and uh, want to make the next steps in their career, and, that, and that, that's totally normal, I think. But um, I think what we got to hit home on is that we're going to be good if we, if we play together. 
Um, if, every, if everybody knows uh, how to screen, how to prepare a screen, um, those little things that really make a huge difference uh, in the game. And then I think from there, once we're really good at that, I think we can add um, you know, to that. And um, I think you have to do that when, when you have so, so much talent on the team as we do. So um, I think first, though, we gotta, we got to be really good at those basic things. Franz, the other, the other thing we're hearing a lot is that it's time for us to level up, right? They dominate the simple and to level up. How easy is it for you to, to level up when you look around the locker room and it's almost the exact same roster that you had last year and you know the guy to your left and the guy to your right and the guy across from you, you know all these guys already? Yeah, um, I think those relationships are, are huge for everybody um, that we already have one year together. Obviously, some guys have, have played longer together. And then uh, also the system, just knowing uh, what the coaches want from us. Um, I think we're for sure already further ahead than we were at this point last year. So, um, no, hopefully we can continue to grow. And, um, yeah, like I said, I think we've got to do it together as a group. What are some of the areas where, where you think now with this group together that you'll be better this year? Where do you think are some areas as a team that this team will grow and be better this year? And what do you think are some of the hurdles, some of the obstacles you, you might run into during the season? Um, I think I think where, where, where we can be really good at is on defense. Um, I think we've got a lot of guys that can guard multiple positions. We've got a lot of smart guys. Um, I think we've really improved on our communication already, making sure everybody's on the same page. And um, I think that's, that's, I think for us, the biggest thing, just, um, you know, being a really good defensive team. And from there, I think, um, you know, we can get a lot of easy baskets and, um, you know, score a lot of easy points like that already. And then offensively, I think um, moving the ball, moving without the ball, um, basically all those things that, that we just already touched on. Shooting when you're open, making quick, easy decisions. Um, I think those are, those are the basic things on offense. If we, if we can re be really good at those. Um, and be really good on defense, I think we'll, uh, we'll be straight. I felt like against Memphis, especially in the fourth quarter, we may have gotten uh, kind of a look in, in the window of what this whole plan that Jeff Weltman and John Hammond and this, this franchise has in mind. With, with you handling the ball a lot, making decisions, Wendell involved in decision-making, Paolo, three six ten guys that have similar playmaking, decision-making skills, is that what you envision when you look at this roster that, uh, again, we talk about positionless basketball. That seems to be the big buzzword in Orlando and all around the NBA. But is that what we saw in, against Memphis the other night, that this is a preview of, of what's to come with this ball club? Yeah, hopefully. I think I think we did a really good job in that game of sharing the ball, of making easy plays, and just taking what the defense gives us. And a lot of, a lot of times when you have so many uh, – you know, we're a lot of tall guys that can do stuff with the ball. Um, you got to just take advantage of mismatches sometimes. And then once you have that early advantage from there, it's just playing freely and making quick decisions. I think we did a good job of, um, you know, we didn't run any specific crazy plays or um, anything crazy was thrown up. It was just our basic stuff that, that we worked on last year and already obviously this year as well. And, um, you know, when you, when you have guys like Paolo, for example, uh, you're under pick and roll, and, and they want to switch, obviously, a lot, especially late in games. Um, you know, that's a mismatch, and uh, we got to work on, on finding those.
So how about Paolo so far, Franz? Yeah. I mean, what what have you seen from Paolo, and what 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 gets you excited about about him being your teammate? Yeah, I'm really impressed so far. Uh, obviously, his his physique, just how you know he's a grown man. Uh, I don't know how old he's, 19, 20, I don't 19. know. Um, yeah, it's, I say, it's I say that about when, when people ask me about Dante, that's what I say too. I <laughs> yeah, say, grown yeah, man. He, grown he's man. a grown man. He's a, he's a grown man. <laughs> My body looks a lot different if I eat all those pink starbursts that he eats. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, he's uh, obviously, uh, you know, physically super gifted, super athletic. Um, obviously has ball skills, but what I've been most impressed with is, is his mindset coming into practice. He's really locked in. Um, you know, listens a lot and, um, you know, doesn't, doesn't think that he knows, knows everything already just comes in and, uh, is very coachable. And I think with the talent that he has, I think that's, uh, that's going to be a, uh, really good for us in the next couple of years. Cause if he keeps that mindset, he's going to keep improving for sure. Franz, the roster is still not complete yet. We've got some injuries, obviously, Markel and, and Gary Jalen's only played in, uh, a couple of games, but you got to play with Markel just a little bit towards the end of the season last year. As you look at what he brings to the table, how excited are you for him to get back and what he could, uh, you know, what he brings to this team and kind of ties everybody together? Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, uh, you know, we all felt a little bad um, that, he get, that he got injured. So, so um, you know, close to the season, knowing the summer that he had. So, um, no, we, we can't wait until uh, you know, he gets back out on the court. But he's just a very creative player, uh, makes the game easier for, for other people, wants to play for other people. And um, I think just having someone like that on the court um, that puts people in, in spots and gives us a little bit of structure, um, I think is really important for us. We got to do something with this bad luck. We got to get everybody healthy. No more injuries, Franz. We need no right. more injuries. We need everybody. Do you, do you allow yourself to think about what it's going to look like when you have the full complement? You get everybody back out there on the floor. Um, yeah, obviously. Um, you know, there will be a lot of fun for sure when it happens. Um, you know, seeing those guys work before and after practices in the weight room on the court, um, you know, gets us all really excited seeing how hard they work. And, um, you know, we didn't even talk about J.R. yet. So, yeah, uh, exactly. We're, uh, those lineups, I think, can be can be really interesting. And uh, I think we're all very excited for that. Got to ask you about Bol Bol. I mean, everybody's talking about, <laughs> about the big guy after his performance against Memphis. That's got to be an interesting teammate for you. I mean, for anybody yeah. to play with a guy with that unique skill set at that size. Tell us yeah. what, what, what the – what in the locker room? What's the conversation about playing with this guy, and uh, what does his future look like with the ball club? I mean, I feel like every day he makes like a play where we're just like looking at each other, like what just happened, like just his length, um, how he can move at it, at his size, um, his long arms. It's just really impressive what he can do, and um, you know he just has a good vibe vibe above uh, about him and uh, I think that's why you see that excitement when you know something good happens on the court when he's out there so um and we gotta t keep talking to him obviously it's his first first year really playing with us and um keep talking to him keep helping him out there but I think he's done a great job of, of being locked in and, and trying to um implement it as much as he can I wish the Thank four you. of you I hold on I wish the four of you could have heard Dante against Memphis the other night when the, we were in a timeout 
he comes running over from the huddle and he goes, George, George, I, I think this lineup's going to be Franz, Bowl, Wendell. I, I, they're yeah. all going in. They're all just coming they're in. All <laughs> in. And they're sure all staying in. And all, all four guys went out there and Cole was just out so there. intriguing. He was the odd guy. Yeah. And you're looking around like, wow, this is this is crazy. But it, it also could work. Like it's it's really yeah. wild to think that that right. could could be a lineup where you have four guys out there that are six ten or taller. It's crazy. Right. No, for sure. I mean, that's how we practice too. Sometimes, obviously, that's the lineup that hasn't played a bunch together. Um, and you know, and I think that's what those games are for to to try some stuff out. Uh, but that's how we practice. You know, sometimes the bigs are running pick and rolls in practice. Um, and I think just changing that up a little bit, making sure everybody um, knows how to play every position, I think is really important. And uh, obviously you need players that are, that are locked in and focused um, in those moments because it's a little different from, from what we're all used to. You know, Jonathan yeah, also was, told us that at, at seven at seven two, nothing really fits him right. Have you noticed that? <laughs> that kind of the, kind of it's hard to find clothes that <laughs> kind of fit right. Have you noticed that? I mean, yeah, seven two is a whole different part, ballpark than six ten already. So um, I can't imagine if, if your dad taught, I already have problems finding shoes and stuff. So I can't imagine. I was going to say his length gives people trouble because I've been in a lot of the practices and I've seen Franz Wagner out in the left corner shoot a three and ball ball right there to get a piece of it. So yeah, it's got to be ways. amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, when he's closing out on you and he's um, the outside of the paint, uh, one foot in the paint and, and you're going to open three or you think you got an open three, you for sure <laughs> think twice about it. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's had a couple of those. Has, has your brother Mo been, been been different now that he's a big movie star? Does he act a little mm -hmm. different now that he's played <laughs> played Haas in the movie Hustle? And how did and how did you not get in the movie? I know you get in the movie and you don't get in the movie. It is what it is. It is what it is. No, um, <laughs> no, he's obviously been not been different. Um, no, of course, of course, for sure. I had a, he had a good time. I think shooting the movie. Um, I had a great time watching. I thought it was a it was a great um, you know great movie to watch. And um, yeah, it's for yeah. sure cool for him to, you know, he can write that on his uh, on his resume now that he was in a, in a Netflix movie. It's pretty cool. Did you go there? Were you on the set at all? Did you have any? I was not. I was not. Um, I was uh, staying home as he was as he was gone for a couple of days. But uh, I saw some videos, some pictures from the set. Um, I've never been on set, so uh, that was that was pretty cool. What did he tell you? Did you? Did you, did you in Go ahead, guys. Yeah, just I'll, interacting. I'll finish up on the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just interacting with Sandler. I mean, that's got to be cool. Yeah. I mean, it had to have been a little bit surreal for him. He must have had fun with it. Oh, for sure. I mean, and also, um, you know, watching the movie, it's such a short scene with how much work goes into the, into the scene. Obviously, Mo isn't used to acting, so he's, like, trying to remember all the lines correctly. And he said Adam Sandler is just, so used to the environment, he's just improvising, you know, every time saying a little bit different and so comfortable in that setting. Um, I think that was pretty cool for him to see that. That's neat. I was going to ask you about, Mo, about your family and uh, yeah, with, with two, two, two brothers that are NBA players, where does that athletic gene come from? Yeah. Um, I guess all parents, huh? Um, <laughs> both parents, uh, pretty athletic. They, um, our mom, isn't the most competitive, uh, no, competitiveness doesn't necessarily come natural to her. Um, but she, she used to swim, 
Um, she was a runner in, in school. And um, our dad, he played handball for a really long time um, until it was, I think, 18, 19. He was in, uh, in the in national team in, in East Germany. And, um, yeah, I, I guess that's where, that's where we got it from. I just wanted to follow up on something you said real quick. Mo was off doing this movie and you were home by yourself is, you know, with two brothers, you're in the house together. <laughs> is that something you were like, this is great. Mo's <laughs> not around. Did you miss him? Or <laughs> The first two days are for sure. Oh, finally it's a little quiet, but um, no, after a little while, it gets, it gets boring too. So uh, I think we're, we're having a good uh, kind of balance um, that we figured out here. I'm guessing As life's not playing, real boring with Mo, huh? Life's no, not, not real boring. boring. Not at yeah. all. If you guys boring. are playing a, a board game or it's just something, is Mo is that's who he is? What we see on the court, like you know, mm. if he, you know, you're playing Monopoly and he gets boardwalk, does he just stand up, run around the room, <laughs> say, "Let's go"? Or, I mean, is that Mo all the time? Um, I mean, for sure, Mo is a, is an emotional guy, very competitive guy, um, and we're we're very similar in that in that sense that when we do play some games at home, it, it does get heated. So we uh, we actually try to limit those competitive settings uh, when we're not on the court. So uh, so nothing crazy happens here. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. Has one of you learned to cook? As are you guys becoming pretty good cooks now? Um, we cook, it's, I mean, it's hard to really, it's, it's hard to really, uh, cook, cook a lot during the season just because we're on the road so much and, um, really getting groceries for, for a longer time doesn't make sense. Um, but we cook sometimes, we kind of switch it up a little bit. Um, luckily our parents, uh, you know, cooked a lot at home and, and we learned then already, uh, you know, at least the basics of, of how to make some food. Yeah. <laughs> right, good. Good. We've got some Wait. questions. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, I was going to, before we got to the fan questions, we got a bunch, by the way, that they knew you were coming on today. So we got a bunch of fan questions. We'll, we'll get to a couple of them because some of them I don't want to read, to be honest. So, sure. um, but I want to know what your impression was when you finally got back to Orlando and you come to the Advent Health Training Center and this building is here. Yeah. Uh, it was just a, you know, it was not even close to done when you left, when the season was over. And then you come back to this what, what were your thoughts and what do you think about the facility i mean obviously i knew kind of the idea because we had walked through it um right. way before it was really done so um you know seeing that come come all together um now having gone to work there um sounds weird to say it, having gone to work there but uh, <laughs> right. I um no having having now uh, worked out there a bunch of times um i mean it's it's such a cool such a cool place. Um, it's really well put together. I think everything kind of makes sense and, and flows. Um, I really like that. There's a lot of, um, you know, natural light coming in. Um, doesn't feel so caged in. It really does make a difference uh, that we're, I think, all really excited to come to that facility. Um, it's a really good vibe in there. And, I mean, obviously, so much space. Um, the ideas, the locker room, like, Everybody having a walk-in locker, all that, all that stuff is is, is crazy, and um, yeah, it's just super cool for me for me to, to be able to enjoy that. 
That's awesome. And I do want to clarify, I do want to read the fan questions, but ones like I don't want to read are the of ones course. That is, is, Fran, are Fran, is Franz single. I'm not going to ask Correct. Franz if he's right. single. Like that, right, these right. are the ones that I don't want to ask Franz, but I'm going but, to get but, to a bunch of them though. So, all right, but, J- <laughs> Hey, J- JT, that Advent Health Training Center, is there anything in there that you could have benefited from? Altitude chamber, float pod, <laughs> right? What would you, what would you have oh, liked? Oh, man. I, I, everything. Every, just... You know what? Just a little bit of space. That's all, you know, where you're okay. not sitting on a bench with, you know, uh, Nick Anderson, Scott Skiles right next to you, <laughs> you know, the changing clothes and everything like the space fries that you guys yeah. have at that place. I don't know why you would even go to your house. Why would you right. cook a meal? Yeah. Everything is right there for you. <laughs> that's, that's very fair. Some people are probably staying there. Honestly. I've been here for four. I've been here for four days. It's great. <laughs> Joel, Joel Glass hasn't been. I know Joel Glass. Yeah. That's right. He's still Joel swimming Glass in the pool right now. He hasn't, he hasn't bought a meal in about ten days. <laughs> yeah. Great. All right, Franz. First up from the fans. What kind of music do you listen to? Easy for George, Miley Cyrus, but for you, what kind of music do you listen? To? I like Miley Cyrus. No, sometimes. Hey? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like to switch it up. Uh, I get I get bored. Uh, really quickly and um, like to switch it up every every day kind of so sometimes I'll, I'll listen to rap hip-hop both german or or english um some r&b sometimes in there some more calming music um sometimes i'll literally just type in the mood that i'm in or that i want to listen to and uh go with whatever spotify is kind of uh, suggesting so um, i like yeah. that okay Good plug for them. See, you yeah. diss Miley Cyrus. You didn't know Franz liked Miley Cyrus. I was that's just pointing you. out that you like right? her too. That's, that's all I was on you. Out. All right. Well, uh, Franz, what this is a simple one. You've been asked 30,000. What's your favorite pregame meal? Favorite pregame meal? Favorite pregame meal? I really like rice. Um, always, always need some chicken and some veggies. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, same with the music, though. I, I need to switch it up if I eat the same all the time. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to get boring. So you're not one of these superstitious guys that if he no. doesn't eat chicken, gotcha. then you're going to you're going to go like two for 12 from the floor. No, no, no. I, I like to okay. switch it out all the time. So I don't overthink of, of what I need to do before a game. Get Perfect. Enough. Yeah. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw this one out to everybody because I, I think I'm kind of curious. I know you guys well enough, but I don't know if I know the answer to this. We'll start with you, Franz. <laughs> what do you what do you put on your pancakes? What do you what do you pile on your pancakes in the morning? um if i do have pancakes i'll just sometimes i'll put some butter on it and then uh syrup um okay i really like them with blueberry um yeah that's pretty much it some fruit okay blueberries syrup how about you jt i'm with franz a little syrup blueberries can't beat that i do like uh, banana pancakes that's a that's a favorite as well Uh, david (laughs) what do you got what do you like what do you like no, I think we're all on the same page here. You got to have some really, really good. I mean, the good quality maple syrup, high quality yep. maple syrup is important. Make- not, not just, yeah, not sugar free or anything like that. It's got to no, have, no. you know, the natural stuff and fruit. I like any kind of fruit on my pancakes. Okay. All right. This ought to be good. Here's George. Well, I know, George, I know judging, got? judging by my physique, you probably <laughs> think I don't eat pancakes. Right. But uh, I, also, judging by my physique, you wouldn't think I'd say chocolate chips, but I'm definitely going to say chocolate chips <laughs> on the pancakes. I, I knew we had to have for, at least one chocolate chip. For sure. Chip. Yeah. At least one chocolate sure. chip. What kind of evil person makes sugar-free maple syrup? Is that a thing? No, that's yeah, just that is a thing. Oh. Yeah, no, that's, it is. That's Unfortunately, dumb. it is. That's dumb. All right. Uh, who, who? I think we know the answer to this one, but who's more of a sore loser, you or Mo? Mm. 
Like uh, sore loser, really, like just can't take it. I know you're both competitive. I'll say myself. Um, I think he would say myself too. Um, you know, as a as a younger brother, I lost a lot more than I won. So um, I think I think that's why we both say that. Do you remember the first time you beat Mo? One on one, or have you? I mean, I'm assuming I think you have he did. Beat him he had a really smart move in in terms of we didn't really play after I was. 13, 14, kind of okay. when, when he kind of when he left for college. So uh, since then, we we really haven't played yeah. that on one. So he uh, he was smart with that. He he ducked out on you is what you're saying. He was smart. I mean, I mean, <laughs> this goes back. I mean, maybe a little, maybe a little bit, but it goes back to if we if we do if we are in competitive situations against each other, uh, it can get ugly. So I, I understand. Know. Yeah, it's mutual. You know what? I think we can all agree. We want to see you guys with the heads again, trying to mouth the words to each other. That was outstanding. I did enjoy that. Hopefully that's what happened. I think, you know what? We we recorded a couple things, Dante. I believe the brothers were together in the set. Right, yep, Franz? Yep. You guys? Yeah. The I, brothers, didn't know, I didn't know if I was supposed to give it away, but there you go. You can. Yeah, they, oh, they, 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 they're yes, to, they're yes. together, so they're going to have to come to a game to check it out. Yeah, I like it. Favorite hobby, Franz? Favorite hobby? What, would, what do you love to do if you're not playing basketball? Um... Honestly, if I don't have my friends around me or that are here, um, I'll just play PlayStation with them and kind of keep in touch with them that way. Um, it's really important for me to stay in touch with people that aren't around me all the time. And obviously that I know from from back home and um, from when I was really young. So um, I think just having that connection, keeping that connection is, is really important for just my mental. Yeah. All right. This is my last one. And I, I, I think it's simple. A fan asked, why did you choose the number 22? Now, there's there's a little story there because initially when we drafted you, you were going to be 21, and that was while Mo was still a free agent and had 21 right. from the year before. Right. Um, so I had 22 um, in Berlin, my last year in Berlin when I played there. Then uh, actually the other freshman that with, together with me joined Michigan, he took 22, so I had to – kind of deferred to 21 and then when I got drafted by Orlando I wanted to get 22 again and uh Otto Porter um right. had had it the year before so um oh, magic legend Otto Porter there you go and uh I couldn't I couldn't take 22 so uh I took 21 and it was pretty clear for me though uh if Mo was going to sign with Orlando I was just going to give him the number because obviously he had it before and uh you know luckily I got, I got 22. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, here we go. All right. Last one. Who has the medal? Where is your bronze medal physically at? And who has it? It's in Berlin. Uh, I hope oh. my mom and my parents are, are taking care of it. That it's in a, in a good, safe spot. Um, but yeah, it should be in my, in my, in my room that I, that I grew up in. I think oh, they take they're wearing I think that they, out. That's what I night. said. They, they're wearing that to the restaurants, to the bars. No, no, no. They're, they're taking that around <laughs> town. I hope Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're doing. Mom wears it one night. Dad wears it the next night. That's what they're they doing might around be. town. Right. Yes. No, wait, <laughs> no, wait, no wait for seats in the restaurants. That <laughs> that's right. They just do this. They're like, hey, look at me. <laughs> right, right. All right, Franz, lasting impression for fans. What, what excites you? Can we – do we think about playing? Do we think about playoffs? Do we creep in? Is that the goal? Do we set goals? What, what's your, your thoughts on uh, this season? Um, 
we didn't set a goal like that for the team. Uh, I don't like to set goals like that for myself even. So uh, I think it just adds pressure and uh, it also limits yourself to, you know, whatever you, you said your goal is. And after that, it doesn't matter anymore. So um, I think for us, it's important to, to grow as a team. Uh, I think we already made huge strides since last year, obviously, but also since started started training camp. And uh, I think what excites me most is just the guys that it, that we have. We have a lot of high character dudes that uh, care about each other and just, you know, care about the right things. And, um, you know, together with the talent that all these guys have, I think uh, that's, a, that's a good mix for us. We love it. It's a great buzz here in town, and it was felt last night sure. in the building, and we know you'll feel it all year. Good luck the rest of the way, Franz. Thanks so Thanks, much. Guys. Thank you. All right. Thank Thanks, you very Franz. much. Franz, Franz Wagner on this edition of Magic Pod Squad.